0: Art Home Community's most recent Baldwinsville Community Update. I'm your host, Shelly Hoffman. Hey everybody, I'm here with my favorite mayor of Baldwinsville, that, <laughs> Dick Clark. I like that. You like that? How yeah. are you today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Tired, kind of disappointed because my Yankees lost and they're done for the year, but uh, now I turn to more concentration on Syracuse and the Cleveland Browns.
0: Who? I've never heard of them.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure you haven't. But overall, pretty good. The weather's, you know, I mean, for early October, the weather's still beautiful in the 70s and supposed to stay that way for, you know, another 10 days anyways. So um, can't hate that. No. And uh, things are going pretty good. You know?
0: So it's it's getting to be beautiful out there. If you like the fall weather, you just you can't beat the the leaves are starting to change. They haven't yet fallen which is when I appreciate them the most once they start falling then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. They are starting slightly, some of the leaves in the backyard. We don't, we don't have a tree in the backyard. The neighbors have lots of trees in the backyard and and then we are the West winds us in the back, come right into our backyard. So all their leaves come in our yard. Um, so I will be busy shortly, but uh, overall it's been nice. Our flowers are still going great. My wife and I were talking yesterday outside about how the geraniums are still big and full of blooms. And, you know, usually by this time they're starting to wilt and you start getting ready to pull them out of the ground. And we're we're going to get another week, two weeks of of beautiful flowers. And we have some mums. And one thing we don't have is pumpkins. We may have to try to get a few pumpkins to spice up the, the front yard look. But, uh, I see a lot of people decorating for the fall with, with the mums and with the pumpkins and well, scarecrows and all kinds of stuff. I have,
0: I have to tell you, Mayor, I went to Home Depot, maybe Lowe's, and I found the coolest fall plants. So if you drive past my house, which if you know where I live, you know where to look. If you don't know where I live, no stalking me. But I have the coolest <laughs> leaves and I planted them, but Tina Solomon's always on me that I don't water my plants. So when I was in Texas, last week uh she actually put more dirt in my planners and she fixed them so at least while i was gone they looked really really pretty and i need to go get my pumpkins. then i'm going to take my picture and i'm going to post on social media to show what it could always look like and then in two weeks before halloween when you go past it they'll be dead the pumpkins will be eaten by squirrels and but
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you tried you i
0: tried, tried. What, I tried. Kind of, what kind
1: of plants did you get
0: I have no idea. I don't know what, what on earth they're called, but they look like just leaves um, shooting out of the um, the pot and they're all the fall color. So they're orange and red and yellow and they're really pretty. And I completely appreciate Tina taking the time to, when she runs past my house, a lot of times she'll send me a text. Did you water your plants? Did you water your plants? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's always nice to have people looking out for you.
0: Yes, yes it is. So, so to your point though, I want to go get the pumpkins. I think we're going on... Um, on Saturday. And I walked into the village today and on uh, along Oswego Street, so many houses with the pumpkins and the gourds and the fall stuff, to your point. It's, you know, Christmas is still my favorite, but you can't beat that fall look coming yep. to life down the street.
1: Yeah. And the colors are, you know, the yellows and the oranges and stuff. Like you said, they're beautiful. So um speaking of that, um, we have activity going on in the village starting tonight or tomorrow night.
0: And they're setting up for it. I was going to ask you what was happening, and then I don't need to because I remember and you're going to talk about it. But they're literally setting up for it right now as we're talking.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they are because Friday and Saturday is the ghost walk, but tomorrow night is the ghoul walk at the square. That's for for women, right, for girls, (laughs) girls, ghouls. And uh, in case you're not familiar with the walking tour, um, for people out there that might be watching, it's a 75-minute tour. Uh, leaves from Village Square. They leave um, what did I see? Every so many minutes. Every they're, they're 15 now. minutes.
0: Yeah. 15. Mm-hmm. It,
1: take, it takes about 75 minutes. $18 for the walking tour. Uh, you go on uh, baldwinsvillearts.org to uh, pay for your ticket. Uh, Thursday night is a special party 7 to 11 at Village Square. Baldwin Canal Square. Um, and it's geared to women you know so it'd be should be a lot of fun and And
0: i'm gonna do my civic duty again and and attend this event just so i can report back to everybody
1: you know i I appreciate that sacrifice now the ghoul night is 25 bucks i guess and but that that's drinks and and whatever other partying you know i'm sure there's going to be uh,
0: you might have to pay for the drink separate, but there'll be hors d'oeuvres. And, and I might be wrong on that, um, but but for, t- for $25, I think it's the, – and then they have a separate cost where they have, like, some other little things happening that women might be in, interested in. I think it's exciting. Maybe yeah. next year we'll throw a man's event in there. Oh, um, well. Then you can report on it. Yes,
1: yeah, sure. like there you go. So that's kind of – that's, you know, that's unusual. There's not a lot of this – that's not, like, something that happens everywhere. So I think that's pretty cool. And I'm sure we'll have people coming from other communities who have, you know, friends here who say, oh, you got to take a walk around and hear the ghost stories at eight different houses. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm not a particularly ghosty type person, but I know that um, I know people who really like that stuff and, and say it's very well done. Um, I think I heard somewhere where they people had asked for scarier stories. So... Yeah. Be prepared for more screaming in the neighborhoods. Um, and then um, on the 23rd of October, um, trick or treat in the village, in the businesses from 11 to 2. That includes um, window painting, which I think you have a hand yeah. in.
0: I do. So it's two separate things just to make sure we um, everybody's clear. So the window painting is put on by uh, Johnny Lynn, the Painting Cafe, the town, uh, town of Lysander, Rex, Uh, Parks and Rec Department, and then Hardham and Community. So we kind of teamed up a little bit on that one. And then you have the Chamber of Commerce. Um, They're doing the trick-or-treating. And what we thought was what an amazing event that was last year. I don't know if you remember seeing everybody, all these kids out and about. Mm -hmm. And for the year of 2020, to see that many people. And it's Halloween, so masks were part of the costumes, right, last year. So um, uh, Kevin, who's new to the town of Lysander, myself. Um, the Lions Club, I think, is going to be helping with the event as well for the window painting. And then the trick-or-treating is happening from the chamber. So I just want want to differentiate that because everybody, um, and probably the way it was presented to you, it looks like everybody's like kumbaya doing it. But we did that intentionally because we are a community and we all work together and, you know, and put it together that way. But just so that the credit goes to Kevin and the chamber and, you know what I mean, for their piece of it. But, um, but it's absolutely, it should be a, a great day in the village. I have a workshop from 12 to seven, so I only get to participate for a little bit of it. But,
1: okay. and this is people, is there a place to sign up for that ahead of time?
0: So if you go to the parks and we- Parks and recs uh, website in the town of Lysander, and he did send it out via peach jar as well. So each parent, the other thing that they changed this year is it was only up to grade seven. So I know when my kids hit eighth grade, they were disappointed they couldn't do it anymore. They opened it up to all ages. So even as an adult, like if your wife wanted to paint something on a window, she's actually, uh, she can participate in it this year. I'll make
1: sure she knows that.
0: Yeah, because, you know. She can, she, I'll give her one of my office windows. She can She can do a design on that. But if you're a business and, you, and you're and you in the main area, you know, the main strip, and you want your windows painted and nobody has approached you yet, reach out to the Town of Elias, Sanders Parks and Rec, or message me, and we'll get you on the list. I know Subway just uh, sent me a message. They want to make sure that they get their windows painted this year. Okay. And um, so those for the businesses. And then we have the Chamber, Twitchy point. If you want to hand out trick-or-treating candy on the 23rd, make sure you get to the chamber and they're going to give you marketing material to put in your window so that the children and the families know that this business is participating in it.
1: Beautiful. So we know that if anybody's interested in the trick-or-treating part, check with the chamber. Yep. And if it's the window painting, check with the town of Lysander Parks and Rec.
0: Yep.
1: Great. Wow. That's terrific. I mean, you're, you're talking about a couple weekends here in October that Going to be full of life in the village people walking around uh that's awesome so I
0: mean, you mentioned the weather at the beginning so especially for the ghost walk I, I met was it last year i think maybe it drizzled a little bit which didn't stop people from coming but um and maybe add a little level of spookiness to it but sure. it, would be, it would be nice well, if it's nice weather for it
1: yeah as long as it's not pouring that'd yeah. be good um just catch up a little thing some things around the village um, this is the last month you can pay your property taxes, if it, which were due in March, but some people obviously with COVID and, or whatever may not have paid them. You have till the end of this month to pay them at Village Hall, and then at the end of the month, we send them to the county, and then they'll collect the taxes for us. Um, so if you still have outstanding taxes, you might want to get them in and not have to go through the process of dealing with the county. Um, we did get n- news. Um, we had applied for a, uh, municipal, uh, improvement grant that was with using some ARPA money through the county. Um, and we had applied, for, we put in for four pro- small, three small projects and one a little bigger. The three small projects got approved. So that will be, um, Repair um, the trim on Village Hall and maybe do a little insulation to keep the ice buildup back. Um, Upgrading the visitor center, replacing some things that have kind of gotten old and we'll we'll fix that up. And then putting a Baldwinsville sign on top of the amphitheater instead of the Budweiser sign. And we also had asked to uh, for support for a pickleball court down at, at Mercer park. And that was not approved. And I don't know whether they just ran out of money. And that was, that was the bigger project of the group or whether they were really looking for current village property that you needed to repair. And this was a, so whatever, whatever, we're going to get three out of four of those projects um, paid for by the uh, county with ARPA money. And uh, we're still waiting to hear on the, the, uh, Main Street Grant, Um, again, we think we put in a pretty solid uh, bid with 22 different businesses uh, benefiting and and hoping that that just overwhelms them to the point where, you know, somebody else might have five or six businesses for the same amount of money. We can get 22 and they look at us. Um, So, you know, we we have a pretty good track record on uh, the first round and I hope that helps us. With the second round, because uh, I know that people are very excited with the possibility of, of fixing up their businesses, and, and we certainly want to help them. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, I think we're weekly now on brush pickup um, because now the leaves are going to start falling, and people are going to be putting that stuff out to the road regularly. So we'll be picking them up. Our crews have been real busy um, cutting ash trees down. Um, we had been concerned about how much it was going to cost us, um, to hire tree companies to come in. And so far our crews have taken down, like, I, I am guessing now in the neighborhood of a hundred trees, they started out, they started out with the, you know, the ones that I maybe could cut down. if I wanted to, Uh Haha. um, (laughs) And then they've gone to much bigger ones, Um, not not the full size grown trees, but but pretty big trees. And I think we've saved ourselves thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Wow. So that's uh, for the community to know that, you know, when we talk about trying to uh, take care of taxpayers money and use it wisely, I think they would see that we've taken what some people would have just hired all that out and, you know, come up with $150,000, $200,000 worth of tree cutting. We've done most of that amount with our village people. Uh, it, it's meant we've had less time on some other things, um, but you, you have to pick your poison and, and that that's a big one. We want to get them down so then we can start planting new trees. And, you know, within a few years, maybe people will hardly notice that the other ones are gone. Um
0: I know there's some organizations in our community that would like to team up with the planning of the new trees, just because they feel that's so important. They understand that the trees have to come down. You know, nobody really likes it, but they're not healthy trees. They're creating more problems. But the amount of community talks that I've heard when I'm out and about of, you know, organizations that want to maybe help, because that's an expense too, right, planning the tree. Sure, yeah. So,
1: so they would should contact Chuck McAuliffe at the, at the DPW, um, and he can determine the level of, of help that they might be able to provide um another big thing to for people to be thinking about is at this point we do not have a pine tree volunteered as a christmas tree yet oh. it seems like every year people come up with it and i'm sure maybe somebody came up with it after one had already been chosen and so that you know eh, they didn't pick me so i guess i you know my tree will never get used um Get a hold of Chuck McCallif, or you can contact me um, at, at Village Hall, and we'll. Uh, you know, some trees don't work. Some trees aren't tall enough. Some trees are too tall. Some trees have too many. You know, like a bare side because they've been growing up next to another tree. Um, but over the years, we've had people say, "Oh, you really do us a favor, taking our tree, because you know it's it's too close to our house, and we're worried about it, and and so we're able to go in and our crew." Um, we had one, I think, two years ago from our yard, and it was interesting. We used a crane and hooked the crane onto the tree and then cut it, and it lifted it right off and put it on the trailer. And, uh,
0: I watched that just last year. I did a live video. If anybody wants to see it, there's a live video on the Hard Home community page. I just happen to be walking down the street and chucking and the guys and I see this tree floating in the air. <laughs> it was really neat. <laughs> really,
1: if you're not, if you don't know what's happening, you're driving by and you look, you know. <laughs> did I just see a tree flying by here? Yeah. Uh, so if anybody has what they would think would be a nice looking pine tree that they would like to get out of the yard, uh, contact Chuck or me. And uh, the sooner the better, because once we know, you know, then we relax a little bit up until, the, until we pick a tree. We get a little nervous of whether we're going to get somebody to donate one. Yeah. Um, we probably have some on village property somewhere that if we had to. But it's always nice because the people feel real ownership. I mean, we had one year. And there was, it, I don't think it was in the village. And it was somebody outside the village that donated it. And we put they brought, I mean, the grandparents were there, the parents, the Kids, I mean, were 15 20 people, and they were so proud that their tree was being used. So, this is a nice chance to to have a little special feeling. You can take pictures, and you know, you, you've got it forever to say that was our tree that was up in the village for the whole Christmas season. Uh, I'm and-
0: visualizing people taking pictures in front of their tree at their house, and then taking pictures in front of the tree in the village, and kind of making like a little collage out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be neat, and you
1: know it's got to be really cool for the little kids to think that was grandma and grandpa's tree or, you know, our tree from our house. And every time you drive by it, you know, you point, there's our tree, you know? So I know, I, cause I know that, that Linda and I felt, you know, special coolness about it when we would see people take a picture and post it on uh, Facebook about the crisp village Christmas tree look great. Yeah. And I get a little pride, you know, like we didn't do anything to make it look great, but. It was in our yard, and it's nice to feel that you're a part of it. So again, we need a Christmas tree. Um, let's see. The senior center is hopping. Um, they made a nice recovery when they could open up. Um, and I, again, I hats off to the to the people who attend over there because the day it was announced that senior facilities would require people to wear masks, the people showed up with masks. They didn't show up with an argument. Um, And generally, I think it's other than an incident or two, it's been pretty good. Everybody's followed the rules. Um, They're having all kinds of activities. Um, Some special ones, um, it's Medicare open enrollment periods coming up for next year. Um, There's a one-hour seminar available for people to watch on Zoom. Call Canton Woods, 638-4536 to find out how you get onto that Zoom call. You know, they just run through the different Medicare programs. Maybe you don't have any prescriptions, so you don't need one that that offers free prescriptions so you can put the money in other areas. And it's a good way to get all the information. Um, They're also having a mammography van at the center October 14th from 10 to 3 for women 40 or older who haven't had a mammogram in the last year. Again, call the center for details. Uh, Flu shot clinic, October 22nd, 9 to noon, put on by Rite Aid. Um, If you have any questions, check with the center. Um, I know if you haven't been in the center since the COVID rules are in place, you have to bring proof of vaccination. You have to wear a mask, that kind of stuff. Um, Still good food stuff. They have the Food Sense $20.50 for a box of um, a little bit of everything food-wise. You have October 15th is the order deadline. Call the center for a list of what's included to see if it's something that you want to take part in. Um, They're also having a produce box. I think this is coming from Emmys, and it's it's seasonal produce, $10. You can use farmer's market coupons towards the $10. So you'll get a box, and I'm guessing there will be some squash and and, you know, maybe some late tomatoes and some beans and, you know, whatever's still growing. Um, and you, you'll have to go to the center to pick it up on the day. But um, that's October 12th is the deadline to sign up for that. That's a $10 thing. So it's if, if you get four or five items, it's, you're going to make your money back. Yeah. Call the center. The art group is going strong. They're still working outdoors with the nice weather. Uh, October 19th is their next session. If you want information on how to take part in the art group called senior center. And they also, their book club group is still going. Um, they're really hopping. And now they're having a, their craft area. This is kind of interesting on October 19th from four to five they're making soap, which oh. it's the first time that I've been aware that they've ever done it. It's a free class call the center if you're interested you know, I don't know if you have to bring supplies or any of that kind of stuff do you find that out when you call the center um, so they' they've kept busy people the seniors are very happy and grateful that they have a place to go. I know that Ruth said the pitch group is much bigger than it was in the past. They lost Pinochle she couldn't figure out why bridge or, uh pitch made it and Pinochle. Didn't survive, but they've they've got extra tables for pitch Um, and uh, in line with the Senior Center and other Baldwinsville facilities. we I believe it was our last meeting. We strengthened our smoking ordinance. Um, You can't smoke in any of the buildings. You also cannot smoke on village property associated with those buildings. So if you're Showing up for court, you can't park. You can't smoke in our parking lot. You have to walk off our property in order to smoke. Um, same thing at Canton Woods. If you're there to play cards and there's a break and you want to go out and have a cigarette, you can't smoke in the parking lot. Um, you have to go off, you know, go out on the sidewalk and away from the building and the property. And that's just for, for the sake of the people who don't smoke, who have might have to walk through your smoke. Um, you know, the, the idea was... Our parks are the same way, and that includes the parking lot at the parks. Um, we just feel, and if this is a county. Uh, the county encouraged us to do this um, to protect young lungs, so that you know, if you you got a kid on the jungle gym or coming down the slide, and somebody's standing there smoking cigarette, your kid's going through that smoke. And if you're not, they're not used to being around smoke. Why should they be at a playground? So we're just asking people to go along with what we are have for rules. And then we don't have to get the police involved in that type of stuff. So uh, we'll be putting up more signage in those areas to remind people. Uh, but we all know what happens to signs occasionally. They end up in the river. Um, but we're trying to get it out as much so people can't say, well, we didn't know Um That's the rules. And I got one last thing, Shel. What's that? You know, we had some, I'm sure everybody could talk about victims of the COVID. And I don't mean the people. I mean, activities, graduations were, were altered. Um, Athletics. And we went for a year with no athletics Um, school. Everything was affected. Um, So back when our marching band got to go to Pasadena and they were on in the Rose bowl parade. And, you know, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because I was so excited to watch it on that new year's day. It was a couple months later. I said, you know, got to come up with some way to thank the band because Baldwinsville was mentioned on national television. I mean, yeah. you know, it was our day in the spotlight, not just the band. It was all of Baldwinsville and I'm sure a lot of other people felt the same way. So we hunted around for picture because a lot of people were putting pictures you know parents went to the parade and that type of stuff but you can't just use anybody's picture off of Facebook you have to have permission so I was trying to track people down so it was late in the spring I finally got together with Ed Nami and said uh or Ed Nami Adka at Nami's said do you think he could do a plaque and I kind of haven't sketched a little something and but I said you probably can do it anything way better than I can so it, it took a while because you know he's was running a business in the meantime. So through the course of things, it was during the summer, I think I went down and checked it and looked at it. And I said, I like what you're doing, finish it up. And uh, then I kind of forgot about the plaque for a while. And then he called me and said, what do you want me to do with the plaque? I still got it. I said, well, can you drop it off at Village Hall and I'll get it there. Well, so now now we're into fall and we're writing pandemic um, game plans for the village, helping the police department with their uh, the order from the governor to come up with a plan to um, in the result of George Floyd's death. You know, that type of we had The chief had to come up with a big plan on how to deal with that type of thing and, and with minorities and so on. And, and then, of course, the COVID picked up again in the fall. Yes. And so happened to be going through some stuff, and I said, oh, my gosh, I, said, I still have that plaque. Um, so I'm going to get it to Casey, but I, I don't know how anybody can see it. But it's, it's a picture of the band, and it's got Baldwinsville on one coast and Pasadena on the other. And then on the bottom it says, the village thanks you for putting Baldwinsville on the map. Thanks and it's really pretty cool. And it's got the Be Proud uh, logo. And uh, so I, I think it's something that they would probably like to have up on the wall in, where they indoors, where they practice and stuff. So I'll make sure to get that to Casey. But I thought, I didn't want to just hand it to him and say, eh, here it is. It's a little late because it really was um, a victim of COVID. I mean, there were so many things going on. You know, we talked, we, we, we were trying to get, People get rides to doctors, and you know you kind right. of took a back seat, but you just it kind of got glossed over a little bit. And so, I will present it to Casey soon, or I'll have. I know that um, Ruth Troy is his next, I think neighbors, and maybe I'll have Ruth make a presentation. She's, she's her family is very involved, has been very involved in the marching band. She probably would really get a kick out of it. Nice. Um, and I would,
0: I would ask if you don't mind either you or Linda taking a picture of it and um maybe putting in the comments because we could kind of see it up on the screen, but not really. okay so in our you know, Linda, a lot of times'll comment on the video, maybe if she doesn't mind putting just taking a picture and put posting in the comment so people can can see it. she'll get it is-
1: she'll like that. she likes to be involved and okay. uh, she was she was excited when I was doing it, and you know it's unfortunate that it, again, I was thinking about doing it, and then the COVID hit again. And uh, you know, during the winter, I certainly wasn't going to be giving anything to anybody. Um, and you know, actually now it's picking up again. You know, we're we're back to Zoom meetings in the village, and um, who uh, who knows? I mean, this. Yeah.
0: And, and you mentioned this before we went live, and I'm going to say it to you again, just like I say to everybody else. In the grand scheme of life, um, I know that the band director, Casey's going to appreciate it. He's also going to understand that other things were happening. And it actually it's a nice reminder of it. And and your wife did chime in anything for you, too. So I'm in your I'm in your um, scheme of things with your wife right now. She said both of us, not anything for you, Mr. Mayor, but anything for you. Um, You know, the both of us. I just want the public to know that Linda said she'd do anything for me, too. Yay. Um, (laughs) I can read that comment. She's
1: a good sport sport, and she she, like me, appreciates all you've done for the community. So, uh,
0: well, she's just a great human being anyway. But um, but to to go back to that point at the end of the at at the end of it, it's a nice reminder because I had people cousins in Pittsburgh who were watching the parade and said you know took a picture of their television and sent it to me so it did it really was a big thing for Baldwinsville you know people think we're a small little community but we're a very strong community and we have a great presence so to have that presence out in um, California and the the kids did amazing I mean obviously with leadership and stuff so uh, we also had another suggestion from um beverly casson to put it in the messenger if it hasn't been in the messenger yet i'm sure Ashley casey would probably love to you know after you present it to the school and stuff so again people that are not on facebook you know they read the messenger too so i do both
1: and when you mentioned the strong community uh we had a uh, just an awful thing happen last week in our neighborhood with a bad fire house fire. And a family lost their house and, uh, very quickly the house went and, uh, the whole neighborhood, you know, I live in Candlewick and, and, uh, we have a Facebook site, you know, Candlewick neighbors type thing. And everybody has just been responding and, uh, telling the family we're here, whatever you need, you know, if you need, uh, money if you need food you know fortunately they have a place to stay in the neighborhood you know a a family member um the kids are away at college which you know has to be tough for the kids to know that their home is gone but i but everywhere i look people are saying boy am i proud to live in this neighborhood people have been there and and the woman who lives in the house thanked everybody you know, we're doing OK right now, um, but we appreciate the love and the support from everybody. And I don't think it would just be our neighborhood. I think it would be anywhere in the village, but it's, it just happens to be where we are. Yeah. And, and it's just a reminder when you see all the nonsense on TV and the news and, the, you know, you just think, like, what is wrong with our world? And then you see a neighborhood come together and you say, well, you know what? Maybe we're publicizing the wrong people.
0: Right.
1: You know, and, and there there's more good people than than the the other and uh, just more evidence. And you see it all the time in Baldwin's when you saw it all during the covid and uh, you're right in the middle of it. And uh, just I, I'm I've always felt this was a special place to grow up, a special place to live. And it gets proven to me all the time. So
0: I absolutely agree. You know that I'm not from here but I definitely feel like this place, the community itself has made it quite the home. And that's not the first story I heard this week. The other story is not really my place to talk about, but it was the same thing. It was something tragic happened in that community and the neighbors all banded around. And um, and I think that is common and it's common in a lot of places, but I think Bevo special. We talk about it all the time. So, well, anything else to hit the uh, October fun month that we're having?
1: No, I, I mean, I, I think... Um you know, the, the, uh, that we had the taste of that went so well, um, you know, things we're having a pretty good fall. I think we're getting, we're not back to normal, but we're doing some normal things. And I think that helps people, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, winter typically you get kind of hunkered down anyways. Um, you know, the Christmas tree lighting will be here at Thanksgiving. Uh, who knows what will happen on the roof of your building. <laughs>
0: I have plans, let me tell I'll you. i I don't know if Brian King is watching, but me, me and Brian, i got to get with Brian.
1: <laughs> so, you know, there's things to look forward to and a new year and, and the hope that, you know, some of the COVID stuff, you know, will be behind us or, get. you know, it's, you know, it's still kind of scary um, hearing people that are sick, you know, that everybody kind of thinks it's kind of gone. Well, it hasn't gone. I mean, there's still people getting pretty sick, and uh, so be careful. That's all. I'm not gonna tell you what you know what to do, but not just about your whoever it is—not your own self, but the people around you that you might impact. That uh, just be safe and enjoy October.
0: And enjoy October. And and there's things that we didn't even mention. So you know, don't be surprised if you see. I think it's a brew and. 5k Halloween thing going out from WTs. And I know angry garlic and Sammy Malone's other places have things. It is going to be just happening in Baldwin'sville in the month of October. So when you're going through the village and you see people everywhere, um, it's just, it's a great place to live. If you like to, even if you don't want to participate, but you like to see activity, um, you know?
1: And I would suggest to people, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that floats around about rumors, about what the government's going to do and, I think it's important that everybody try to find out how much of it is true and how much of it is people trying to rattle people. And if you don't like what they're talking about, let somebody, you know, above know. I mean, let, let your senator know, whether it's state or federal, uh, let them know that this is not something I want. Uh, I don't like it. And if you get enough people, then you can have an impact. And, um you know, I don't watch the news very much, um, but I do read different things. And, you know, I, I, I have a pretty regular outflow of email to our representatives, letting them know what I'm not happy about. And I also let them know things I'm happy. I mean, there's things that come up that I think are exactly what I want them to do and I say so. So that um, don't just be a whiner, be, be a doer.
0: Right um, Brian uh, Brian May was on, I think, two weeks ago, and he had talked about, you know, a lot of things are said at the local level, but it really has to do with the state. And, you know, if you can you can mention it to Brian, you can mention it to Ken Bush and, and the guys that we have locally here. But at the end of the day, they don't get they don't have a say. They don't get to make a difference. So sometimes it's a matter of finding out who is the decision maker. Who do you need to be the squeaky wheel to um, to try and get something done and uh, i'm going to say it for you because you've said it a couple times facebook is not the place to get things done facebook is the place to let people know you're displeased but it's not going to go anywhere if no. you really want to make a difference you can put it on facebook but then take it to another level to somebody that could actually make a, a difference yeah, you're right I said it for you today so. thank you you're welcome
1: <laughs> save my voice
0: <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right so well as always it's a pleasure to talk to you and um I don't know. Next time we talk, some of the things may not have happened, but I'm sure new things will be going on as well because there's always something happening in our area. Right? That's right.
1: Oh, and I just want to throw out one thing. They are doing some tours of Red Mill Manor. Yes. So you might want to go on Facebook. That's useful there and see if it mentions the tours. Um, they're, they're going to take groups through if you want to see the new apartments and how the work they've done. Uh, You know, some people probably wouldn't give a hoot, but but, you know, it's right there and visible. It's it's probably the biggest building in the village and uh, certainly one of them. And uh, it's everybody's talking about it. You know, the apartments are going to be so expensive. But maybe when you get in and see what they got and what they're offering may not be may not even go because you're not going to rent. Just because you live here, you'd like to see what it looks like. And that's available. So just thought I'd throw that in.
0: Nope, that, that's perfect. And uh, and your sister, Cindy, is one of the people, you know, trying to get the word out of when those um, those are. So if you know Cindy or you're connected with Cindy, Pack B, I know they're doing some promotions and stuff for it as well. So I look at it all the time. I'm excited to go in and, and take a look. I, I got future plans of somebody doing my cleaning, my cooking, my... Um, I don't know if that's going to be the place for me, but I know that when I hit 95 is going to be when I finally settle down and I need to be in <laughs>
1: 95? 95,
0: yep. (laughs) Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. All right, Mayor, I will talk to you soon. Okay,
1: Carol. Bye-bye.